If you're talking about it, I'll be talking about it. Dennis Prager here. Join me this morning at 11, right here on AM 560, The Answer. Top of the morning, Dan and Amy. Uh, sort of a wild day on Capitol Hill yesterday, and it had nothing to do with President Trump even. On the one hand, you need Senate Judiciary Committee needs to bring Rusty the Bailiff in over to the Kavanaugh confirmation hearings with all those shrieking, compensated protesters. And then on the... Uh, the other side, another Senate committee uh, entertaining um, Facebook Ga- and Twitter, right? Gavin media. Belson and the other cast from Silicon Valley. Yeah, um, uh, but but you got Alex Jones out there protesting uh, Marco Rubio, trying to pick a fight with him, literally in the hallway. Well, it was so goofy because Marco Rubio was talking to reporters, and Alex Jones was standing literally right inches from him doing his show. Well, so I he, think the bigger bias is against freedom of expression. Everybody should be. There's a. There's a. Look, I have some here. going it's after. It's happening him. here, but you say I don't exist. Is that a heckler or a press the gaggle? Look at this guy. He's, he's saying that I don't exist, and they're deplatforming me. I just don't know who you are, man. And they, I don't read sure, your website. Sure, and they so demonize me in these very hearings, and then he plays dumb. Infowars.com, you know what it is. Full well. Promotion one. Marco Rubio, the snake. Little frat boy. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Man? Yeah, sure. I swear to God. Yeah, you better hope you can be platforming. Tens of millions of views. Infowars. Better than Rush Limbaugh. Pro, promo two. Promo three. Joke over here. That's why and the deplatforming didn't work. But, but, but here, here's, here's the question. Here's the question. Okay, don't touch me again, man. I'm not touching you. I know, but I don't want to be. I know. Oh, you want me to get arrested? Who you are. It's not just going to take my first amendment. It's not just enough to take my first amendment. Oh, oh, he'll beat me up. I didn't say it. He didn't know I am, but he's so mad. You're not going to silence me. You're not going to silence me. You are like you are literally like a little gangster thug. There are there people in this country. Rubio just threatened to physically take care of me. Oh, look at that. I mean, seriously. First of all, he sounds like mankind. Look at that. He's starting. I mean, Ruby's like, don't touch me. I'll take care of myself. I don't have to call, please. Yeah, I loved Alex Jones in the last season of Homeland. He was really good. Uh, but <laughs> but um, on the House side, they had an Alex Jones uh, flack, uh, some contributor like, to that uh, yeah. that crank conspiracy uh, site show. She's an InfoWars correspondent, right? Yeah, she uh, got up and you know was pleading for <laughs> help from the big social media companies that are uh, mm-hmm. attempting to silence uh, Alex Jones and company, like apparently Marco Rubio is, according to him, didn't need uh, Rusty the bailiff, uh, didn't need Marco Rubio, because uh, Missouri Congressman Billy Long was there, and uh, Representative Long was an auctioneer in his uh, pre-Congress life. Chair now recognizes the order. We'll have order in the hearing room, or you'll be asked to leave. You'll, ma'am, if you'll please take a seat, or we'll have to have you, then you'll need to relieve. Donald Trump, help us. Please help us, Mr. President, before it is too late, because Jack Dorsey is trying to influence the election, to sway the election. What's she saying? I can't understand her. What? What's she? I don't have it a day in 12 and a half, 15, 7 and a half, 20 dollar, 2 and a half, 5 and 7 and a half, 30. Hit 30 dollar down here, 2 and a half, 5, 35, 7 and a half, 40. Hit 40 dollar, 2 and a half, 5, 5, 45, 7 and a half, 50. Hot 50 dollar down here, 2 and a half, Officer, will you escort this young lady out, please? Take Billy while you're at it. Having fun. 
He should follow her around all day doing that. Eighty dollar to five, eighty five ninety. At a hundred dollar, ten, 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 a quarter, one, a quarter, one, hands and about two, two, two and a quarter. At two and hands and about three, able to bomb three hundred. At three and a quarter, cut three and a quarter now, half, half, three and a half, so divide four hundred. Able to four, four and a quarter, four and a half. We're selling the cell phone there, four and a quarter, four and a half. Selling the cell phone there. Five hundred, five, five and a quarter, five and a half. I yield back. <laughs> Somehow I think our auctioneer and resident's going to get tweeted about today. Yeah, I would say, and I think uh, Jack Dorsey got some livestock as a parting gift, uh, a bit on that. All right, for more on the circus, uh, we're pleased to be joined by Ed Morrissey. He is the senior editor for HotAir.com and a columnist for the week. Ed, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Uh, fun, fun day yesterday. A lot of colorful characters, uh, some members of Congress. Uh, but uh, before we get to uh, the Kavanaugh piece of it or the anonymous op-ed, all of that sort of uh, overwhelmed uh, Sandberg and Dorsey appearing before the Senate and, and the House to uh, discuss uh, something that is of real interest to the President of the United States, of some interest to the Justice Department, and that's how social media treats conservative content. You know, it is. It's interesting that everything did seem to overshadow that, uh, even in the uh, among the conservative um, commentariat. I mean, I, because I, mean, I think really because the Supreme Court uh, appointment is really the the bigger issue here. Um, I think there's a lot of complaints about social media, but social media isn't uh, necessarily a uh, an existential issue for conservatism in the way that the Supreme Court appointments are. Well, did they accomplish anything yesterday when it in regards to social media and conservatives? Well, I think we saw that Billy Long is a pretty good auctioneer. Yeah, um, no other, question about that. Besides rattling off the cell phone? That was, uh, that, was, that was a brilliant move. I thought that was uh, absolutely hilarious. But, um, I mean, those congressional hearings aren't going to solve anything on this anyway. I mean, if Congress wants to take action on it, which I think is a bad idea, I mean, we could... You know, that that would be something. But this is basically just hauling people up there for a bit of a public beating. And, and they took their public beating. They went home. Google didn't show up for it, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jack Dorsey showed up. He took a public beating. That's that's kind of what those types of uh, congressional committee hearings are about. It's just basically posturing. And um, I, I don't think that they were there to, to do any sort of deep information gathering from Jack Dorsey and um, uh, Sheryl uh, uh, Sandberg and, and the other uh, executives that were showing up there, they were there to just basically berate them and uh, tell them how to uh, go out and do better. And that yeah. is that was to satisfy the um, the outrage of their constituents. And I think that happened. Yeah, I mean, it's posturing from the politicians and then it's prevarication from those testifying. I mean, it, it reminded me a little bit I was as I was watching it of all the tobacco executives that Congress lined up in a bygone era where they all in unison said that nicotine's not addictive. I mean, and then, you know, but we're working on this and we're working on that. And that's sort of what you got from Sandberg and and Dorsey. And oh, by the way, for those conservatives or conservative legislators, the president, the Department of Justice that uh, think this is an area of uh, that, that should fall under their purview. And I agree with you, it shouldn't. Um, Interesting piece in New York Post yesterday. Nearly half of millennials have deleted their Facebook apps. Really? Uh, the Facebook app. Um, so, um, you know, uh, again, one of these indomitable companies that is, you know, cannot be competed with 
And uh, a lot of people are turning away from Facebook and a lot of people have turned away from Twitter and nothing is inexorable when it comes to the marketplace. Absolutely, it's true. And remember, it used to be that uh, MySpace was the inexorable social media platform and Facebook supplanted that. There's... These things are going to continue to uh, to move around. What I would say that Congress could uh, take a little bit more interest in is uh, antitrust actions when it comes to social media to make sure that Facebook isn't buying up its competitors, that Twitter isn't buying up its competitors, and that they're not trying to do vertical uh, monopolies by um, by buying up um, uh, other other types of social media in order to. Uh, be able to move users around in them, and and I think that that's a I think antitrust is a sleeper issue when it comes to small government, when it comes to uh, fighting rent-seeking behavior that conservatives are really been they've really been slow to wake up to, and I think it's something that they're going to have to start considering soon. All right, yesterday the op-ed in the New York Times saying a a whole laundry list of things that's wrong with President Trump and the and that you know, we have to pre- preserve our republic and our democracy. Do you think uh, any ideas who that person may be so far this morning? Uh, Pompeo, right, and Vice President Pence have come forward saying they are oh not God. the how leakers. St- how stupid. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how, how good of a strategy that really is, but um, they're being asked, and so they're, they're, they don't want to fuel the, they don't want to fuel the speculation by not responding to it. I, I, it's a, one of those rock and a hard place situations for them, and I get that. Uh, honestly, if you read this op-ed, and I did yesterday, it, there's nothing in there that hasn't been reported uh, ad infinitum, ad nauseum, by reporters in Washington prior to this. And Eric Wemple over at the Washington Post makes this point. It's basically something that is structuring the media narrative that's been going on for months anyway and just repositioning it as a insider view. I mean, it's practically written to appeal to the New York Times <laughs> editorial board. And, and I think that's exactly what it was. I think it was written to appeal to them as a way of, um, as a way of self-aggrandizing somebody who's probably a, a lower-level senior administration official um, who's, who's frustrated by his or her uh, position in life at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it could be the preface to Bob Woodward's book. I mean, it's um, uh, I, I, the hysteria that this whips up is interesting to me. But um, what's more interesting is uh, we're 65 days out uh, from the midterm elections. ABC Washington Post poll this week has the Dem generic ballot or uh, the generic ballot plus 14 for Democrats. Are we starting to see a separation where we may have to uh, reconsider the prospects of a blue wave that will come to states uh, not uh, named Illinois? Well, I think so. Um, you know, this is something that's going to continue to change, too. There was another one that came out just uh, that only had Democrats up, too. So I, I, there's, there's a good question. My, my co-blogger, Olipundit, raised a really good question. Whether or not this was a reaction, this, this, this recent bump away from Republicans uh, wasn't related to a uh, sharp decline in Donald Trump's approval rating, that surrounded the John McCain funeral and his reaction to it. And uh, it's very possible that that's the case, in which case maybe that starts ticking back up and Republicans start ticking back up in the, um, later on this month. I would say this though, if you take a look at the lines on the congressional, um, 
the, the congressional ballot, the generic ballot. The line that moves is the Democrat line, not the Republican line. The Republican line has been between 40 and 42 percent the entire time. And that's a problem for Republicans, because if there's going to be late-breaking anything on this, what it's indicating is that it's going to be a break towards the Democrats. I say that um, you have to be very concerned that there's going to be a blue wave in November. Is this why you uh, heard uh, and read some reports yesterday about uh, revisiting Tax Cuts 2.0 before November 6th? Yeah, I think that they want to emphasize that. I don't think it'll get through because they're trying to push through the... um, the budget. They're trying to get the budget done under normal order or regular order for the first time in like 20 years, and uh, and they're making progress on that. I don't know that they want to throw that into um, into chaos by uh, bringing in a tax cut package. But I think they want to talk about it, and I think they want to make an effort at it uh, just to make sure that their people remember that there's a difference between Republicans and Democrats on this. It's not a bad move. I'm not necessarily sure that that's the dynamic that we're looking at right now, though. Uh, quickly, before the elections, do you think the Mueller Russian investigation will be wrapped up before then? We're hearing now that President Trump will submit uh, answers to, to questions in a written form and not meet face-to-face with Mueller. I think we're coming too close to the election, and I think Mueller will wait. Uh, frankly, I don't know that there's any real reason now to rush. We're after after Labor Day, and um, it's a very short time period. I think he's going to want to take his time writing whatever report he's going to write to uh, Rod Rosenstein. And so I suspect that we're not going to see anything maybe until Christmas or maybe even later than that. He is Ed Morrissey, senior editor for HotAir.com, columnist for the week. Ed, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. Listen to podcasts of Dan and Amy from the AM560 mobile app. Download it today at 560theanswer.com slash mobile.